Hello and welcome to Misty Mountain Legends, uh, a Dungeons and Dragons and nerd-based podcast. Uh, I am Luke Kimbrough. And I am Anna Kimbrough. My special guest every time, uh, who is so special to me. That's who you are. <laughs> you keep introducing me as your special guest, but I am I'm honestly feel a little hurt because I feel like I I deserve the title of co-host here, considering this was a joint idea to start this podcast. I created the logo. You know, I'm what is what is this, man? Well, I mean, really, I'm just setting you up. So when it's your turn to DM, you can just call me the special guest. But you would st- you're still the co-host. Like, <laughs> special guest <laughs> implies that you are not a regular part of the podcast. And I just feel like I'm being sidelined in this relationship. And uh, we are business partners here. So I do believe that I deserve the credit. (laughs) (laughs) Very Okay, very well. My special co-host. Let's just air all of our grievances on this podcast for everybody to listen to. Yes, you still need to take those two glasses out of the bathroom. They've been sitting there for a few weeks now. It was your job to clean the bathroom, which entails making sure that everything gets put away. But why were they there in the first place? What do you mean, why were they there in the first place? I had to drink some water. Yeah, and then why did you not put them away after you were done with them? Probably because I passed out. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I cannot argue with you there. Anyways, we're going to play some Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you very much enjoyed us having our married ramblings. Uh, with that, let us grab our fantasy hats and plop them upon our heads. Last we saw our hero, Aleda. Oh gosh, where's my phone? Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Because like I was like, oh no, I don't have my stuff. Oh, no, I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm oh, ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Last we saw our hero Aleda, she had uh, been contacted by Wolf Stonesworn and sent on a mission to find his son who had been kidnapped by a figure dressed in black, uh, riding a horse. Some directions. Yes, she had. And the- um, I will be referring to him as Destiny's Child because his name is Destrin, um, and I just can't. It just it makes me think of that. So <laughs> very well, I will accept it. <laughs> uh, so Aleda had made it to the town of Wells, where she got some more information. She managed to find some interesting townsfolk. Uh, refill on rations and what have you and got another lead on the direction that this fellow dressed in black uh, had ridden. Uh, He had gone into the land of eternal rain following the boardwalk that was more frequently used by fishermen and the very rare traveler 
that wishes to pass through the land of eternal rain. You talk to a tree. I did and, talk to a tree. Uh, the tree was problematic. Well, not problematic in the sense that he was racist or anything like that, but like did not want to be helpful. And I feel like that's a reflection of the DM. Um. <laughs> or that's, I think that's just a reflection of the tree was granted sentience and sentience <laughs> is a terrible curse. Yeah, okay, but <laughs> it was just a lot all at once for me to take in. <laughs> Having an argument with a tree who I'm just trying to get directions from, and this tree just really wants to make me feel guilty for giving him the gift of thought. Um, and was okay, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> So you did eventually get the information you needed and uh, ventured off the boardwalk path uh, onto a bit more treacherous path uh, and that led you to the base of some cliffs where there was about a 60-foot gap between the tree line and these cliffs as all of the organic matter that once resided on the top of the mountains had been washed down and is now at the base uh, leaving thick mud with rocks and rotting material. And uh, you had seen a large carriage-sized boulder fall and crush one of the nearby trees. That is where we left off. Leda, what, are you, what, are, what would you like to do? Is there still a clear trail left behind by the person I was following? Give me a perception check. Okay. Ooh, that's a 12. 12. It is so muddy. <laughs> and there have been so many small to large rocks that have fallen that any sort of footprints or anything like that that had been left behind by anyone traveling through this area have just been eradicated. There's no telling what's a footprint and what's an imprint oh. from a rock that there was lady pinto being putting in her two cents <laughs> she just that's what pinto says wow. <laughs> um okay so is there any okay so it sounds like there's no form of path whatsoever not even one that would maybe not what am i trying to say there's no path that i could follow at all not that you can see. Okay. Uh, Lady Pinto, do you think that you could sniff out our quarry or is it too wet for that? Uh, she kind of tips her nose up and gives a little... Uh, and proceeds to get water all up her nose and goes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's... um. I can try, uh, but she's just rolling a straight check and rolled pretty well. <laughs> yes. Haha, <laughs> so that's going to be a total of 18. That's pretty decent. So she sniffs around and she makes that noise. <laughs> it was a Pindo, soft cry. Pindo is upset that we have not included her 
as much as she would like in this podcast in which we are using her likeness. And she has decided to insert herself this, this yes. episode. She very much has, as she's also shoved one of her uh, toy balls underneath the couch. Oh, no. So she is looking at me with the, the most end, sad expression one could ever get. <laughs> Until you're just going to have to wait. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Uh, all right. So she's sniffing around. And as she sniffs, she starts to veer off to your left, not towards the cliffs through the mud or anything, but she starts uh, walking and you can see what she's pointing at as she moves towards it. There is a horse uh, draped in a tarp-ish thing, uh, kind of keeping the water off of it. Um, Its head is down and it's munching on what looks like a bale of hay that's been left for it. Ooh, wet hay. Yum. Okay. I would like to cast Speak with Animals, please. And thank you. Uh, all right. All right. You're very welcome. <laughs> um, what are you casting it on? Uh, I would like to speak with this horse. Um, what kind of horse is this? Does a, it's not like tortilla, is it? My, no, my it, is, it is not a, it is not like tortilla. This appears to be just a... <laughs> Uh, a, a black horse uh, with, it's got like white fur around its hooves and a mm. little spot on its nose. But uh, other than that, it's just black all over. Is there any uh, insignia on its saddle or, you know, anything that would indicate who this belongs to? None that you can see from where you're at. Okay, can I get closer? All right, so, uh, all right, yeah. So how do you, how are you approaching this horse? You have cast speak with animals on it. Uh huh. And I I want to make sure that I don't spook it. So I'm you know making sure I'm in full view as I approach. I'm not waving my arms around or being in anything crazy. Uh, hello, hello, friend. Uh, you seem to be alone here. Whoa! How? Oh! Uh, who are you? Okay. It's it's okay. It's okay. Let's let's do some breathing exercises. In. <sighs> okay. 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 Maybe a little bit. A little bit more. Um. Gentle. Uh. uh who are you? Uh, <laughs> who are you? I am a person, and you seem to be a horse. Uh. Do you, Do you have a name? <laughs> Yeah, I'm a horse. What kind of a person are you? You don't know what a horse looks like. You have no, a I, horse I, right I'm there. A, I'm acknowledging that you are a horse, and I am asking your name. I knew that you were a horse. I wasn't questioning that. Well, my name's Jerry. Oh, wow. We're slipping into a southern accent here. <laughs> well, he's calmed down now. He's he's reverted to his normal speaking voice. Okay. Well, it's very nice to meet you, Jerry. Uh, do you... You seem to be alone, but that's not a usual. Uh, it's not. It's not usual to find horses alone in this area. So, uh, is there someone nearby that you belong to? Do we need to help you find someone? Oh no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, 
I'm good. I mean, I, I'm just waiting. You're you're waiting for for what? Uh, uh, my master to come back. Oh, uh, and uh, have you been waiting long? Like, do we need to go fetch him for you? Oh, I mean, it, it's, it usually takes a little while, but I, this is my normal spot. I got I got my 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 covering on, and he mo- and he like motions to the tarp thing that's covering him. He says, "Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm good." Oh, so you're you're a regular here. We we're uh, I motioned to me and Pinto and Tortilla. Uh, we're not uh, accustomed to passing through this area. Uh, you, you're familiar with this land? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we uh, we spent some time here. Uh, my master likes to. He goes up though. But we don't spend usually a whole lot of time. We just pass through the down the down here. He he goes up goes 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 up the cliff yeah and he kind of like motions with his uh nose uh up the sheer rock cliff that you uh have been near the base of Mm. Uh, is your master alone that seems like a very difficult uh trek if you will up up that cliff to do by himself well i wouldn't know i i don't try it i mean I, I'm, I just stayed on here. He just goes up. I mean, what he had, we had some, we had a guest with us this time. Oh, uh, is the, is, okay. Um, <laughs> do you not normally have a guest? What what normally does he do up there? Do you know? Uh, normally he's just uh, getting, bringing stuff and things and other stuff and more things. Or is it heavy things, shiny things perhaps? Well, I mean, it's normally it's, I mean, in some sort of bag. I see, I see. So I don't know. I just, you know, I I just get good hay and sometimes carrots. And, you know, I live a simple life. Normally people don't talk to me. That is, that makes sense. It it really does, Jerry. And I, I thank you for your time and I really appreciate it. Was your master armed? Do you think that he had a- uh, Oh anything? yeah, for sure. He's got two of them. Uh, okay, maybe I need to ask a different question. Uh, does your master carry pointy, sharp things? Oh, yeah, for sure. He's got two of them. Okay. Um, and you uh, you said you frequent this area, but I assume that you don't spend most of your time here. Do you, do you know where you come from? I mean, I come from... <laughs> Pinto shaking in the background. Yeah, P- Lady Pinto Beans trying <laughs> yeah. to shake all the water off. <laughs> Just shaking her fur. Uh, he said, Jerry says, I mean, I, I mean, I don't remember a whole lot. Uh, I mean, I remember, you know, I was in a field and then my master came and put a saddle on me and then we were off. And then I started coming here. He led, he guided me through this here woods, you see, and and then, you know, he goes up there. He spends, you know, quite a bit of time up there. Uh, sometimes, you know, a whole day, sometimes two days. But I got plenty of hay and plenty of water. Mm. Do you mind pointing out to me the way that he normally goes up there? I, um, you know, if he spends a lot of time up there, it must be a great place to visit. So I think I'd like to check it out. Well, I mean, yeah, it goes up that way. Uh, and he just kind of motions towards the cliff. <laughs> okay. Um, does he motion to a specific section of the cliff? I mean, 
roll insight to see if you can like really tell if he could actually te- give you the right path up the cliff. Okay, let's see. I rolled a 17 plus for 21. All right. Uh, with that, you can tell he doesn't really pay much attention to how his master gets up the cliff. Well, Jerry, I really want to thank you for your time. This has been a great uh discussion and you've been very helpful and insightful and uh i would like to give you this apple here as a a thank you i know you have your hay but maybe this apple's a little bit more tasty oh yeah that'd be mighty fine and um and you can see him tilt his head are you actively riding on tortilla no 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 i would have uh jumped down from tortilla when we reached the cliffs okay so he looks he like pierce his head around you to look at Tortilla and said, uh, uh, is, a, is she staying down here? Oh, well, uh, assuming that, uh, it looks like there's no way for her to go up there with me. So y- yes, she will be remaining down here. Now, I will have to ask you to be a gentleman. She is uh, of noble breed and she is not used to... Um, I don't really know how um, social she is. Just be, um, be kind. Use gentle words. Don't get too footsy, handsy, whatever horses are. You mean hoofsy? Yeah, sure, hoofsy. <laughs> well, I, oh, don't don't you worry. I I'm a I'm a right gentle horse. Uh, and at this point, if a horse could lick its hoof and then like slick back its mane, that's oh, absolutely what Jerry would be doing here. And says, "It was nice talking to you, and oh, thanks for the apple." Uh, and but- one, one, one more thing, Jerry. One more thing. Uh, uh, yes. Um, now that we are friends, and I have granted you this apple and and um, introduced you to the lovely tortilla. I need you to remember that we are friends and you will never, ever do anything to put me in danger. Well, sure. And that I mean, what are you, what are you planning on doing? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not planning on doing anything. I just, uh, I just like to make sure that when I make a new friend, it's a clear understanding that we are on good terms and there is no reason whatsoever to be antagonistic towards myself. It is just, I know it's a weird quirk, uh, but since you are new to being able to talk to humans, perhaps you didn't realize this is something that we do. Um, you know, it's just a common courtesy to say, we're friends, we're not going to kill each other. Oh, all right. I, I suppose. I, I guess that makes sense. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll persuasion. Okay. <laughs> that is a natural 20. Oh, my gosh. Um, and that is, I don't know what it is. I always roll horribly all the time, except for this campaign in particular. It's a 24 total. Jeez. Okay. So he's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, it was nice meeting you. And then I end the spell. <laughs> is what okay. he says now. Um, okay. And uh, begins walking over towards Tortilla with a kind of a, a horseish swagger about him. So he's kind of like swinging his booty from side to side. <laughs> More like like his chest yeah, is like a little, little kind a of strutting yeah, yeah, his yeah. stuff out. Yeah. 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 Okay. So now 
I would like to make my way over to the cliff and try to see if I can figure out which way this person has gone up. Like if there is, if he's doing this regularly, then there must be some path that he has formed himself or is following that I'm looking for. Okay. So are you trying to find a path through the mud or up the cliff? Up the cliff. Okay. So from where you're at, you could, it's going to be an investigation check. Okay. (laughs) 13. Yeah, no, you cannot tell. It looks just like a perfectly smooth cliff, basically, from where you're at. Okay, and how how high is the cliff? Oh, a few, like, like, I mean, the mountains rise up thousands of feet above from where you're at. These are tall mountains, but... Okay. Um, so I mean, I mean, is there a ledge up there, or... I mean... Uh, can I see where this person, like, I'm trying to figure out where he went. Well, from where you're at, and since you're not close to the cliffs, Mm -hmm. and with the rain pouring down, you're not able to see how far up. I mean, you can make out kind of like vaguely some small little ledges or lips in the rock that could provide some like sitting space maybe but like those are only maybe 50 to 100 feet up okay there's nothing like say 30 feet (laughs) no reason i'm asking (laughs) no reason whatsoever uh no not that you can see dang okay pinto i need your help please Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what do you need help with? Well, I I need to scale this mountain, and you have wings. Do you mind flying up there and seeing if you can find a path uh, that would be good for handholds to follow and and or ledges that I could rest on? Like, help me figure out a good way to go up this, because you're the one who's going to get the best view. Oh, um, yeah, uh, okay. Well, I mean... You know, there are rocks falling actively. Yes. I, I And you're gonna am send aware. me to go over there alone. Um well, no, I'm I'm gonna be right there with you. Okay. Are you saying that you are you're scared? Uh well, you know, really it's not that I'm scared, it's that um it kind of feels like you are sacrificing your own you're not you're sacrificing me for the sake of <laughs> finding information but i mean i guess i'll do this I'm for you i'm not sacrificing you i'm asking you to use your ability to fly to help me scale a mountain it's not really an easy thing to do no but that's just because you, you're pathetic and you don't have wings which, whoa whoa you know whoa. i understand that you're reaching out to me for this i got be- you all the meat that you wanted and this this is the things that i get okay yeah, okay yes okay you know what that you're right that's unfair of me i'm sorry that's unfair <laughs> i'll go check it out um, and she let, does a little shake and shakes the water off of her and she begins to fly. Um, now I'm going to have, she's going to have to make some deck saves. 
you can do it. Oh no, okay, cool. So I believe in you. She takes off. She f- starts flapping her wings and she starts flying over this muddy section. And there I mean, are how, rocks. How, how far out are these rocks falling? I mean, if she stays back and isn't, you know, on the cliff itself, how how far out are these rocks dropping? I mean, when you showed up, one fell far enough to crush a tree that was 60 feet away from the cliff base. Are they just being curled out? Like, that doesn't make sense with physics. Oh, yeah. If they're breaking and then tipping, some of them are just getting, like, just tipping and, like, kind of bouncing off the cliff face and going wide. Some of them are, the majority of them are, the smaller ones are falling directly below at the cliff, uh, but... Okay, okay. I'm just, gravity does not seem to uh, hold these rocks the same way that it would normal things. Well, yeah, because it's been constantly raining for hundreds of years. <laughs> okay, but okay. You, okay. Yeah, okay. You know what? It's a magic world. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Apparently, it's a magic world where gravity does not exist for certain things. It does. This makes perfect sense okay, okay. in physics. <laughs> we need to move forward. Rock falls on you and you die. All this right. Is what happens, that- this is what happens when it's just two of us <laughs> and there's nobody to be like, uh, you need to just let this go. Or <laughs> like <laughs> I'm excited for when we get guests on. Yeah, but our listeners are too. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm crying, I swear. Oh, my gosh. All right. So what you see is Pinto flying and rocks are falling. And she deftly, like, uh, swings, flies back and forth, doing little maneuvers, twisting her feet together, pulling her wings in to kind of dive forward a little bit to avoid all these rocks. Um, And she makes it near the cliff edge and she starts flying up. Uh, avoiding rocks as they fall. Uh, she flies until she's out of sight just because you can't see her due to the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, then you hear something. You hear a loud crack as mm. if a huge boulder just cr- cracked along the mountainside. And then you hear, oh boy, oh no, okay. You can't see it, but I'm rolling dice. You hear a loud yelp. (gasps) Oh, no. And Pinto comes falling. (gasps) No, you can't do this to me. (laughs) She comes falling down. uh, But before she does get down to the ground, her wings spread out. uh, And she manages to glide down back to you. making more excellent saves on her way back. Uh, But you can see that she is covered in small pebbles. She's bleeding from a wound across her head. So, um, funny story. There's something up there. Like, okay, first let me heal you. Um, okay. How how injured does she look? Uh not bloodied. Okay. Um 
but I don't remember for sure. I don't remember what her full hit points are, so I'm not quite sure how strong of a spell. Forty-five is her total hit points. Okay. Um, Uh, Out of forty-five, she looks like she has um, sixteen missing. Oh my gosh, girl. Okay. I am going. I'm going to cast. I'm going to use cure wounds, uh, and I'm going to cast it at second level. Instead right. of the first level, uh, which means it's a 2d8 plus 8. Oh, so nice. let's see. 2d8 plus 8 is 18 hit points back. Cool. So that th- I think that would be all of it for her. Yes, she is reverted back to total amount of hit points, uh, her full hit point max. Hear that, Pinto? I saved you. I'm talking to the real Pinto, who is currently <laughs> under my chair. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Um, so she says, oh, thanks. Um, there's some, there's a thing up there. Um, yeah, I could like, see the, I could see there's very small handholds and footholds that you can use to get up. Um, but there's something waiting for you up there. Something waiting for me? Like what kind of something? I don't know. I just suddenly, it might've just been a rock. Honestly, I don't know. What did it look like? A rock. It looked like a rock. Okay. I mean, the rain was in my eyes and I, you know. Okay. Let me, let me rephrase. If it looked like a rock, why did you assume that it was waiting? I don't know. Because like it wasn't moving at first and it was kind of sticking out. And, um, and then, and then suddenly it started falling, but then it didn't fall after me. I just got hit by it and I started falling. Um, Interesting. Okay. Well, so I don't know. I think that it sounds like you need to stay down here and keep an eye on Tortilla. Make sure that Jerry keeps his hooves to himself. And I will go investigate myself. Okay. Are you sure? Well, yeah. you just took a lot of damage and you are a small bean. And I'm a not as small person, so. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Just, just give me a shout if you need help, okay? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm never gonna be asking you for help again. <laughs> you almost die. <laughs> Nah, she didn't even go down to half her hit point maximum. I don't know what you're talking Listen, about. Listen, this is not just any companion. You've got to remember, this is my 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 soul dog. I cannot let her be injured in any way, shape, or form ever. It's too traumatic for me. Okay, very well. <laughs> she is immortal. She has to be. She is a god. Okay, I make myself... I make myself. I make my way over to the cliff to look for the handholds that she was talking about. And I want to be clear that I am on the lookout for whatever the heck thing she seems to think was waiting for me okay. or her. How are you? So tell me how you're going about getting through the 60 foot portion of this mud that's at the, the base of the cliffs. Well, I would like to remind you that I am Air Genasi. And a ranger, and so difficult terrain does not affect me. 
Ah, so it is. So that's very true. So in that case, you'll just be making deck saves to avoid the uh, falling rocks, as there are a few of varying sizes that just come smashing down around you. Okay, sounds good. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, I need you to make two of them. <laughs> okay, let's see. Deck save number one is a twenty-five. Index says dick save number two is at 12. Cool, cool, cool. So for dick save number two, you failed. Cool. So you make it through and the mud doesn't slow you down at all. You're just going side to side. You're avoiding and you're like, aha, you see a large boulder the size of a horse falling down on ahead of you and coming down on top of you, really. Mm. And you look up and you're like, I can, I got this. And you sidestep and jump forward doing kind of like a handspring sort of deal. And it just crashes behind you with a, like a sickly scroop into the mud. And you're like, and you turn around and you see you're like, ha And then one the size of a fist just like smacks you right across the forehead. Mm. Uh, oh, and you're taking 10 damage. Oh, goodness. 10 bludgeoning damage from that rock does it make me look roguish oh gosh i just changed my entire hit points to 10 oh no don't do that no that is not correct i how did i do that did you hold down no i thought i okay hold on let me let me heal back up oh my goodness yes pento i agree okay there we go uh, no, no, you don't look roguish. You have a large, like, knot forming, so it's kind of swelling up and it looks funky. You look kind of like a unicorn if a unicorn just had, like, a bulb on their forehead instead. Oh, it doesn't matter. I don't care what I look like most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, you've made it to the base of the cliffs, and now you can look up and... Uh, with Pinto telling you what to look for, you find these handholds and footholds very easily. Okay. And as I uh, go up this cliff, I would like to pass. Oh, I would to pass. I would like to cast pass without a trace upon myself. All right. Which, uh, for those of you who are listening, means that I am veiled in shadows and silence, and. Uh, I get a plus 10 bonus to my dexterity checks, or sorry, plus 10 bonus to stealth checks specifically. And I cannot be tracked by, except by magical means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. Um, that will be spells. interesting. That'll be an interesting thing to see how this works out. I need strength check for you to climb, or athletics check, sorry, to climb up the side of this cliff. Um, 19. Perfect. Very, it's it's very easy. Each hand holds very solid, very secure, um, just a little wet and slick. But uh, you manage it, no problem. You're climbing. Uh, and if you're trying to be stealthy, go ahead and I give am. me a stealth check. <laughs> okay, so make sure I'm getting this correct. This means that I have, I add my normal modifier plus an extra 10. Yes. So it is automatically an 18. I need you to know that. 
automatically an 18. Okay. Yes. Before I even roll. And I rolled an eight, which makes it 26 total. Cool. All right. <laughs> Not dead. They will never see me coming. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, all right. Uh, in that case, I need you to make a perception check as uh, you uh, climb. 16. All right. So you're super stealthy. Only the most well-trained of individuals could possibly spot you. Mm-hmm. And you're climbing and you're going and you're so focused on climbing up this uh, that you've gone hundreds of feet up. Hundreds of feet. Now, I was specifically looking for whatever was waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've gone hundreds of feet up. <laughs> okay. And you hit your head. On something. Oh no. Oh no. And you hear a sort of groaning. As even though you're super stealthed, you it stealthed better than your perception. Okay. And this thing <laughs> look doesn't have a head. What is but it? <laughs> what you see is this thing made of metal and stone that each piece of stone that's attached is chiseled with these metal brace like things that have been itched with runes and symbols that glow as it moves. Is it humanoid? Semi, it has no head or eyes, but it's just a large circular body with two very large front arms that are thicker than your body. Uh, each of these has a large boulder for fists at the end, and then a two stubby back legs that are pointed and lined with metallic hooks that are almost kind of keeping it basically sticking to the wall. It is facing you, mm-hmm. and it is in your way, and you just ran into it. So I need you to go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, gosh. That is um, 14. It rolled a 13, so you get to go first. This thing is literally perched above you with its front legs. Uh, You're right next to it. I mean, and when I say, like, you just hit your head on it, and it's towering over you with its non-existent head sticking out away from the wall. All right, so, Aleda, you're up first. What do you do? Well, Aleda, seeing this thing in front of her, um, is going to take her action to summon an elemental. All right. That elemental is going to be an earth elemental, and I have the stats with me. Perfect. Elemental spirit. It... it, Um, takes that was my full action, but it takes my initiative order, so it just goes after me, and it gets two attacks. Oh, I'm casting this at fourth level. Okay. Oh, okay. Can it stick to the side of a cliff? Oh, we're on the side. I thought we were. No, you're not on a lip or anything. You're literally oh. on a ninety degree or eighty five degree cliff face. You're not on a ledge. 
this thing's good. literally protruding out from the wall. Okay, I misunderstood the situation then. I definitely thought that we were, I had made it to a ledge. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, this thing is protruding out through from the wall. It's not part of the wall? Nope. As you look at it, you can clearly see this thing's not part of the wall. It's just hanging on. Yes. Okay, let me backtrack then, now that I understand the situation. Um, in that case, I'm going to cast Guardian of Nature, which gives me extra abilities. And I am going to choose the Great Tree, which means that my skin appears barky, leaves sprout from my hair, and I gain the following benefits. That's uh, a long list of things. Um, Basically, I have advantage on constitution saving throws. I get 10 extra hit points. I make dexterity and wisdom-based attack rolls with advantage. And um, while on the ground, which I am not, <laughs> in difficult terrain around me. Okay. So that is a bonus action. Oh, okay. So I'm going to cast that upon myself. And I am going to then attack with... Um, so I'm holding on, correct? Correct. So normally any attacks you would make since you're can only be one handed. Mm -hmm. Um, and since you're no, you're holding on would be normally be with disadvantage, but if it's a dex or wisdom based attack, it'll just be a straight roll since you just gave yourself advantage. Right. Okay. So one thing about me is that I have uh, this thing as part of being Fae Wanderer that I deal an extra 1d4 psychic damage once per turn when I hit something. Um, so that will also be a factor. All right, that's fun. So, okay. So I am going to hit with my longsword and I get two attacks. So mm -hmm. I will roll twice for that. Is that a strength or dex based attack? That is a good question. How would I tell the difference? <laughs> well, what's your strength and what's your dex modifiers? Okay. Uh, my strength is plus three. My dex is plus four. All right. And then what's your two hit bonus? Plus seven. My proficiency is plus four. So that would mean that it's strength, it's strength right? based. Yes. So that means so you're going to, you're going to make this attack with disadvantage. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. I, if I had done the other beast type. Instead of a tree. A tree. Then can I, I know this is annoying, but can I change my what I did. I am I am a lenient DM. Absolutely. You may change it. Uh, because now I have realized that I use strength instead of dex for all but my longbow. <laughs> <laughs> Which and you my can't longbow use. Is, yeah, not going to be helpful. All right. So I am now a beast. <laughs> it was never a tree. That never happened. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Erase what? it from existence. Um, I am a beast covered with fur. Uh, and I um have dark vision for up to 120 feet and i increase my walking speed by 10 and strength based attack rolls are made with advantage my melee weapon attacks deal an extra 1d6 force damage on a hit that's, oh, that's also fun helpful. okay so i will roll normally to hit 
Uh, oh no! Does a uh twelve hit? No, Maybe? a twelve will not hit. Oh, okay. Let me try again. Oh, okay. What about a dirty twenty? Dirty twenty definitely does. Okay, so that will be a D eight plus three. Oh gosh, that's okay. Five points from that, and then the psychic damage does three. That's eight plus the extra D six. That is a total of 13 damage. Cool. So uh, you've attacked things mm-hmm. before. And you know with psychic dam- with your psychic damage ability, normally you can tell, like they wince, like they're, you can see like their faces react in such a way that the psychic yeah. damage is doing something. Obviously this doesn't have a head. Mm-hmm. Additionally, it doesn't seem to react at all to the psychic damage because it is in fact... Immune. All right, so well, I, will, I will not bother rolling that from now on. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So that was just straight 10 damage total done to it. Okay. Does the force damage look like it did anything uh, special? No, it does not. Oh, sad day. Okay. All right. So you swing up and you nick into this thing, uh, kind of, you know, slicing some of the rock and... It doesn't have resistance to slashing damage, so you have a bonus there. Uh, And this thing doesn't really react much, as if it doesn't feel pain. Mm -hmm. And if it had a face, it would look at you before bringing up both of its fists, so it's extended all the way out and slamming them down right around you as the rock and earth that is making up this cliff edge ripple and start smashing apart. So I need you to make a uh, strength saving throw. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. 18 plus um, 7, 25. Okay, yeah, that that is fine. So you managed to hold on to one of the uh, handholds. You don't go falling. Uh, you are still going to be taking uh, f- not a whole lot, only four points of bludgeoning damage as this just smashes into both sides of you. Um, that's it's a that's its attack. Uh, you saved pretty well, so if you hadn't saved, more stuff would have happened. Okay. So it's back to you. So is there? Is there any way that I can see uh, a ledge or some area that I can get better footing? Give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, 25. Uh, There is one above this thing. Okay. So you'd have to get around it. Uh, You can see it looks to be a a fairly good-sized ledge. Is it within 30 feet? I had decided this before, so I'm going to roll percentile dice to determine if it is or not. 15 above, it is. It is. It is. I will it to be. No, it's a 17. It is not. Uh, it is not 35. Oh, no. my god. No, it's, it's like 40 feet away. Okay. Uh, now, because I don't have a map in front of me, I'm just using theater of the mind to imagine this is it possible to get around this thing i have 35 feet of movement even when i'm climbing yes um you 
after it's destroyed some of the rock around you, you can see it's actually made some more handholds. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do think you could move around it. Okay. I would like to do that first and then attack it from behind if that's possible. Uh, I mean, And it's going to turn, so yeah. you're not going to get advantage on the attack. Okay, okay. Um, but since you will be attacking down, you will not have disadvantage. Well, I didn't have disadvantage to begin with because I have advantage and straight faced. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. So in that case, yes. Now you will now have just uh, now you will have advantage on cool. this attack because it's just a normal attack. Okay, so I'm going to attack once. Let's see, <laughs> I rolled two fives. <laughs> um, plus seven, twelve, which I think we established does not hit. Twelve does not hit. Was that for about two five rough? Go ahead and roll your second attack. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, does a twenty six hit? A twenty six definitely does hit. Okay. Um. Ooh, max damage. So eleven slashing plus four force damage. So fifteen total. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, you cut a nice chunk out of this rock thing. Uh, again, doesn't react. Yeah. Uh, Fair. How close am I to the ledge now? Um, it's about thirty-five feet away. I thought I moved thirty-five feet. Well, you got above it. That's like going. You've moved basically five feet because you're right I, above it. I asked to move. Okay, <laughs> I'm confused. I asked to move thirty-five feet. Oh, so, oh, oh, okay. So you're moving the full 35. So you would have gone out of its attack range then. Okay, okay. So uh, it would have gotten attack of opportunity you against s- you first. Yeah, I think I got confused because you said the ledge was right above it. And so I thought R- it was... Right above it via like 40 feet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. So I let's just say I attacked it this time and keep going. Okay, so you did not move... It would get attack of opportunity if I moved out of range, right? Yes, which you would have to to get close enough to use Misty Step, which I can tell you're trying to do. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let it have that attack of opportunity. I'm All gonna right. try to do it to get further up. All right. Uh, cool. It gets advantage on this attack. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that's definitely gonna hit. Your AC is 18, correct? Yes, it is. All right, so that's gonna be uh, 23 to hit. Yep. Um, yeah. That, that will do it. Yep. That's gonna be 10 points of bludgeoning damage as this thing takes just one fist and just slaps you with it. Cool. Love that for me. Um, How? Stop! Leave me alone! I don't want to fight you! You're a piece of rock! It just kind of rumbles a little bit with, like, just this hard rock-on-rock sort of grinding. Um, Why do you want to fight me? It's not worth it. You have limited sentience, apparently. Please, please let's be friends. I am one with nature. It doesn't react. <laughs> cool. All right, so now you can m- climb uh, far enough to misty step to that cl- that ledge. Okay, uh, I would like to do that. Cool. 
And um, once I reached the, once that I reached that ledge, is there a way for me to tell if dispel magic would work on this? Give me an Arcana check. Okay. Oh man, it was a fourteen, and then it rolled over to a six. Hold on, what is my Arcana plus? Not helpful. Eight. Yeah, no, you're not sure if it would work or if whatever's keeping this thing alive would, uh, or making this thing sentient in a very limited way, uh, would just stop working. Okay. You know what? I feel like I, I am alone in the world. <laughs> Pinto Bean did not want to come with me. Um, hey, so you told I, her not to come with you. Well, she, okay. Okay, fair. <laughs> you can't be blaming this on Pinto Bean. You made your bed and you're, you're lying in it. Uh, okay, I, I am going to cast a spell magic. All right. So I choose this creature. Um, and any spell of third level or, or lower on the target ends for each spell of fourth level or higher. I make an ability check using my spellcasting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spells level. All right. I need you to roll then. Okay. Uh, that is a 16. The runes that are etched onto the metal bands that are keeping the rocks together of this creature glow and then fade before continuing to glow no! as a you don't quite roll high enough to uh, dispel the magic on this. Oh, man. This is some powerful magic keeping this thing uh, together. Rude. Okay. But it could have worked. <laughs> yeah. Also, t- didn't you make two attacks? And a bonus mm-hmm. action? What do you mean? This was my first action after it attacked me. No, because that was an opportunity attack. That wasn't its turn. Oh, I forgot. So that didn't happen. I get to roll again next time. <laughs> no, that's that. We'll just we'll just say you know you were quick about it. That was all under <laughs> that turn. Um, so now this thing's going to move, um, and it's going to charge at mm-hmm. you. It climbs with wicked speed. Uh, mm-hmm these hooks that are its back legs and these strong stony fists that are its front just seem to whip past each other in just this bizarre fashion, a non-humanoid or animalistic way. Uh, It is able to get up to you quickly. um, And it moves quickly and it hits you with with its own body. I need, it's going to roll to hit. Oh. That was a nat 20. Oh, gosh. Wow, this is going to be a very short campaign. <sighs> All right, so... We're only on episode two, and you're going to kill me right away. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, and then I also need you to make a strength save. Okay. My uh, strength save was 24. Okay, you're good. Uh, that is 20 bludgeoning damage. Good lord. Yeah, okay. it uh, well, that, that twenty that that hurt you a good bit, that um, and it is now up on that ledge with you. This ledge is approximately like it, you know, alternates between being five to ten uh, feet wide. Uh, at this, at least at the section you're on, it curves <laughs> around the edges of the mountain as the mountain kind of rounds around 
So. Okay. Uh, that's what you can see right now. Okay. Is, is this a humanoid? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Unfortunate. All right. Well, uh, I am going to cast. Let's see. I'm going to cast Entangle. All right. And now, okay, because I have two attacks, does this count as a single attack and then I can attack again? Or is this my whole turn to cast a spell? That's one action. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Ugh, Entangle is concentration, which means that I would have to drop. Yes. My, you're right. Just kidding. I will cast Ice Knife. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, sorry, guys. You create a shard of ice and fling it at one creature within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target which I will do um, 22 to hit that hits. All right. 1d10 piercing damage. And let's see, that will be four damage. <laughs> oh no. Um, hit or miss the shard then explodes and the target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. It failed. Okay, cool. So that helps. Uh, seven cold damage. So probably immune to because it's a rock. It's actually not. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's helpful. All right. So you said you got four for the first one. Four for the first attack and then seven for the cold damage. All right. So 11 total. And let me check if my, okay, this was not a, well, no, it's not a melee weapon attack. No. So do not get the extra d6. Okay. Well, that... Oh. That was your first attack. That was my first attack. <gasps> I can attack again. Yeah. Well, in that case, I will uh, run up and attack with my longsword, which I can use two hands. I can do my uh, two-handed weapon thing, right? Yes. Or what is it called? Two-weapon fighting. Yes. So I will roll to hit with my longsword first, which will be a 15. 15 does not hit. <gasps> oh, God. Okay. Does that mean I still get to hit? try with my other? Yeah, my yeah, because your offhand is a bonus action. I still got a 15. Oh, no. Wait, no, I have advantage with strength. Oh, you're right. Okay, so go ahead, and we'll say those two, first two 15s were for the long your longsword. Okay. So okay, these okay. next two rolls are your... Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, there's a 16 hit. Meets it, beats it. You hit. Yes! Oh, my gosh. I rolled a nat one <laughs> and, and a nine. The nine is what got me. Okay, so that is... Uh, six damage, slashing damage, plus a d6 of force damage. Perfect. Which is one. <laughs> so seven total. So seven total. <laughs> I'm doing my best. You're doing great. <laughs> Why won't you die? You're just a piece of rock. Go back to the earth. <laughs> You're chipping away at it slowly but surely. Um, some of the metal pieces on it are uh, getting there. It is now bloodied okay great it's gonna be a long time 
<laughs> this it, it is a rock thing. It is sturdy. It has it has good hit points. Uh, it's gonna look at you, look at you without its with a headless face. Uh-huh. Um, bringing up both of its it (laughs) it just brings up both of its fists again and you can Mm -hmm. see it's about to do what it was before and it slams down on the ledge around you and I need you to make another strength save okay 17 alright you're alright I do need you to make a deck save as the ledge around you starts to collapse uh, 17 again. Okay, you're good. Uh, you take four bludgeoning damage and you don't fall, uh, but you do just catch yourself on what's left. So you're now hanging again. Um, uh, no. And it I is above you. <laughs> Can I misty step back? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so it's now your turn again after it does that. All right. Well, I would like to misty step back. Um, let me make sure I have enough spell slots to do that. Misty Step is level one, correct? Let's mm. see. Maybe and you've used it once. Well, I get a free one. Oh, that's right. That's because, right. Because I'm a Fae Wanderer. Um, yes. Okay. I It's my last level two spell slot. Ah, Misty Step back onto the ledge. And then I am going to try Ice Knife again. All right. Uh, so what side of the ledge are you doing? Are you behind him or are you on the opposite side of this now opening uh, that this disintegrated ledge section? Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, I would like to be on the same ledge as him. Okay. So you end up behind him. Okay. Does that give me... Well, I already have... You already have advantage. So no. Well, not. I don't have advantage with Ice Knife because it's a spell attack. You're right. No, it will. It won't give you uh, advantage because it's gonna. I mean, because you're still not technically flanking. Because you, to, the way flanking okay, rules well, work is, you have to have an uh, an ally does a, that does does a twenty four hit. A twenty four does hit. All right, that is, and he does make me to make a. Uh, what is it? Dexterity saving throw. What does he have to beat? Uh, sixteen. Uh, he fails. Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to do all this. So that's 13 damage from that. All right. Total. And then I'm going to do uh, my weapon attacks. All right. Again. So, and I, that is advantage because it's strength-based. All right, yes. Correct. So first one, uh, 22 to hit. 22 does hit. My longsword. Okay. So that is... Max damage plus so 11 plus 2, so 13 on that first hit, and then that's a 23 to hit. That also hits awesome, and that's six damage. All right, nice. Uh, this thing's definitely looking pretty worse for wear. You are just taking chips and chunks out of it slowly but surely uh it's starting to its movements start to slow down a little bit as if Mm -hmm. the metal and you see the runes that are glowing as each piece of it moves some of them like flash a little bit like neon signs that are running out of juice like that's kind of what it start doing 
so it then die. It turns without turning. It's like its arms just circle around to where they're just gonna slam down again, and it's doing another percussive wave, another strength save from you. Thirteen. Oh no. Oh no. All right. So in that case, you have disadvantage on this deck save okay. as the ground around you begins to just collapse. Okay. Disadvantage is I got a 15. That was my lower roll. Okay. You managed to save, uh, but you're still taking eight damage Ugh. from that. Uh... Um and you just barely grab on to just a little bit of viable uh, handholds that you can. Um, and now this thing is literally on a five by five section. Well, not a five by mm-hmm. five. It's like a, it's like a ten by ten section. As this thing's pretty big, uh, of rock ledge that's left with about thirty feet in each direction on the ledge around it, just totally gone from this mm-hmm. ledge side. Uh, and you're holding on right n- below it by about five feet. Okay. Well, I am going to climb up <laughs> and uh, keep hacking at it because, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it with my weapons for both attacks this time. All right. Um. Let's see. Natural 20. Hey, all right. So that's Finally, 8 plus my... a D8 plus your uh, uh, modifier okay, for that so attack. So 8 plus 5 is 13 plus 3 is 16 for that. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do my force damage with that one. That's all another right. 4. You all right. That? Another 4? Yes, for the force damage. How do you want to do this? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I like lunge myself back up on the ledge and I got my sword. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> and just like go for where the neck would be and whatever like head formation there is just kind of like falls off. Well, there's not a head formation. Okay, well, some chunk, (laughs) some important piece of it goes flying. (laughs) All right, I'll say this is how it goes. You swing down, and you manage to cleave right through the metal bands that the runes are Mm. etched into. You cut right through them, and you see all of them just flash, this bright flash one time before all of the rocks that are retained within these metal bands just kind of clatter around and fall and the corpse of this thing just falls down out of sight and you hear a very faint sickening as it sinks into the mud hundreds oh. of feet below you <laughs> i was about to say it's rock it, it can't be squishy but yeah, yes. no it was the mud <laughs> So mine makes sense. With that, you've defeated your first enemy in this uh, long shot. And with yeah. that, that's where uh, we're going to leave it off. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, just uh, Aleda alone, <laughs> soaking wet on this small little lip of yeah, a cliff. And, and I might add, bloodied. <laughs> yes. Hey, this is, this is a hard time. You're level 12. You can take it. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm crying a little bit. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, thank you, Anna. That was fantastic. Uh, and thank you to Arcane Anthems for the wonderful use of our theme song and our outro. Uh, did a fantastic job with those. They're beautiful. Uh, and thank you to Red Queen Hales for the beautiful art of Lady Pinto Bean that is seen on our cover. Uh, yeah, and thank you all for listening. So glad y'all tuned in. We hope y'all will tune in next time to find out what happens to Aleda. I'm so excited. She dies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> How did you see my notes? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, with that, fare thee well. Bye. Bye.